0: Hi, I'm Tim Daniel from AVL. Um, I am the segment lead for ADOS in North America. I'm here with Andrea Conti, our VP of ADOS um, globally, and uh, have a chance to discuss with him. I'm glad to have you here, Andrea. I'm very happy to be here and part of this interview. Excellent. So I had a question for you. Um, Since uh, you have a good view of ADOS globally, what do you think the largest challenges for ADAS customers or suppliers, OEMs, some um, globally, and
1: how do you think AVL can, can help them? Very good question, Tim. Indeed, uh, we do have, first of all, the, <coughs> the position in AVL that we are already a global and interacting company. This means that also the interaction we have with our clients is allowing us to support them on a the global pattern. But there are some few challenges that we are mastering, we have to master, um, first of all, is the communication of, of um, departments between the different locations can be a big challenge, especially now when Corona passed and we have seen that the interaction among the people can be a challenge or difficult. But on the other side, of course, is also when we are thinking about the ADAS and ID domain and the development of projects and technologies. I think it is very important to understand also the challenges that our clients are having to bring a product on the road, which has to hit, of course, the safety and security standards. Um, and I think that both in this in the perspective of a global market, in which we have to move, I think it's it's very important that the legal boundaries are going to be set. And for this, because you are asking me about how AVL can support, it's also the fact that interacting with the homologation authorities is giving us also the possibility not only to consult our clients, but also to bring them until the end of their value chain in the homologation patterns and bring, of course, those very challenging features on the road. And uh, and this, of course, is also <coughs> and. and uh, of a situation that you have to master when you're going with vehicles on on roads on public roads on proving grounds and test all those uh, features so and i think that we as avl we're well settled well prepared for the level three and level four now hitting ahead and and uh, it's also very Pleasure. It's a very nice pleasure to be part of this team and see how the interactions are running between an Asian team, an American team, and a European team, and also me, of course, interacting as a, as a global responsible uh, in this functionality and see also the difference and the different way of how people are approaching a level three, a level four development. Great, great, great scenarios. So I know at AVL we can support
0: our customers anywhere from the beginning of a project where you have system definition of requirements all the way through testing on the road or on the test track. We have partnerships um, for test tracks. Um, How do you see the GSR regulations in Europe that are coming affecting ADOS globally and uh, the ability to validate um, Mm.
1: ADOS systems to go on the public road? This is one of the major (coughs) driver of of our clients. In fact, of course, to bring a product on the road, the function features on the road, uh, the regulation partner which has been released in the second loop now on the 6th of July, they are giving a certain uh, boundaries where, of course, the, the the OEMs and also the Tier one have to move and, and could move now. And this was a huge step ahead because compared to the first release where only some few features have been integrated, now with the second release it was really a step ahead also towards the safety on, on public roads mm-hmm. uh, and, 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 uh, and for us of course it was also a chance to leverage our um, communi- internal communication that we are having with our legal department in terms of screening the, the legal requirements and matching our um, test plans, so the DVPs that we are normally <coughs> um, setting up for, now for our clients, and match those with the with the boundaries of the GSR2. So for this, of course, it is it is a market and it is also an, an activity that is not only relevant in Europe, but now of course in Asia and in uh, USA as well. Yeah,
0: I know I've had a chance to drive um, several production vehicles on the road and and test out their ADOS systems, and every time I get into a rental car or anybody's car, I enable the features, um, see how they work, compare it to other cars that I've uh, driven, and I'd have to say that the standard ADOS features that um, we all use, like lane centering, um, lane keep, um, ACC, are not equal on all the cars, so I see the GSR as a great step forward to standardize and come up with at least a minimum standard of performance
1: for these features, and I think that'll have a lot of value globally. Def- definitely. And this is also a matter of trust in the end consumer, so the people that are driving those vehicles and are trying those functionalities, and especially now the new functionalities that came along with the GSR2, <coughs> it's also a step for the, for the final user of the car, so for the <laughs> driver, to experience, to get also used to those features and also to get the trust on how to deal with that. I know I have uh, still some friends in my, in my private life that are uh, still hesitant to use those systems. So, mm-hmm. so here, of course, uh, to increase the trust, to increase the acceptance of those features is very important. We, in, A- in AVL. We are having such kind of um, tools, for instance, the AVL Drive, in where we can make an independent assessment on how those features are going to be perceived or are perceived from the people, and generate scatterbents that we can use also to somehow to cope with the market requirements, no matter if it is in Asia, in, in, in Europe, or in America. And this is giving us, of course, also there the possibility to help our clients to bring those features a bit closer to them which is great which is really great it's yeah. a motivation
0: yeah very good um, we had a chance today to do some AV testing and uh, try it out in the car and it's not something that you would typically do because you're running your car into an object or toward an object that's not moving and um,
1: how, how did you find that experience today it was, was quite, quite interesting first of all because by approaching a vehicle with 15 miles an hour mm-hmm. in a very close uh, I have to override my, my brain not to break, and, and let, of course, uh, the vehicle do the, the job and the vehicle did. So it was. It was, of course, a, a breaking manoeuvre. So which, of course, can also now in this particular case this morning will just a fake vehicle in front of us. But if I'm thinking about it, it could be a life that is standing in front of the vehicles and then safe. That's why we're using those kind of features. It's also a great feeling. So on the demonstration pattern, it was good because mm-hmm. it was also fun also to see the technology really hands on. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, just keeping keeping thinking about the fact that those systems are really helping to decrease the accidents rate on roads and therefore have a, a kind of a noble purpose if you if you want to call it like this. Uh, and this is what made me proud of course of being part of this team in AVL and also in this domain of ADAS and
0: ID. We talk a lot about L3 and L5, L3, L4, L5, SAE levels of autonomy but you know when you get down to um, features like AEB they have real impacts to the public every day Definitely. so uh, I think we had I don't know probably 20-25 successful events um, uh, no impacts and uh, you know not only can it save lives but um, uh, low speed impacts can cause a lot of damage um, to your vehicle they're very costly mm-hmm. so it's a very real feature um, that uh, can bring a lot of value to the consumer whether they realize it or not
1: and it's always running yeah, yeah. which is great and in the good point is also that for from the AVL perspective, we have also to increase our visibility. We have those great technologies in the company, we have also the teams that are able to deploy those kind of systems. And it's also a matter of the organization itself, with conferences, with webinars, also to bring those technologies a bit closer to the end consumer and also to show that there is a competent, professional company acting on the market that can deploy those features. And of course, the the resources can all be tight mm-hmm. and to work with a professional engineering supplier can really help to make the last step into the development process.
0: Yeah, yeah. you brought up resources and that's one of AVL's strengths. We can bring the resources um, of AVL globally <coughs> there on projects and really help our customers out that
1: way too. So, that's a, that's a very good point. Yes, and, and this is also something that we are, we are mastering in the, in the tight communication. In fact, also the to have the privilege and the honor to be to be here in the AVL-US is so also uh, feeding this interaction among the headquarters and, and the uh, AVL-US colleagues is also part of the journey that we have to go. and We have to go this journey together and we have to go this journey not only with our clients and towards, uh, let me say, the markets, but we have to run this journey also internally and try to make it happen also among the teams and that's the reason why it's, it's good that on regular basis this kind of exchange taking place this is fundamental for the development of the technologies of tomorrow
0: excellent that's one of the things i love about avl is we're all about bringing technology to a higher level and helping our customers to achieve that as well
1: that's correct that's correct. and, and as i said so it's very nice to be part of this community this part of those teams uh, and of course we have challenge ahead of us and of course we are uh, in some in some situations, struggling with different um, topics, but the, the the mindset of trying to move ahead and try to leverage the potential we have in the company and try to look a bit uh, aside of the of the plate, you know, and, and see what is what is coming next, what is what is hitting us in the next two or three years. This is one of the strengths that we are uh, using in, <coughs> in AVL, especially in the tech quarter by setting up a strategy which is going long term and also reshaping the organization in these new new areas. Um, and, and, and this is again for me, as, as a global responsible, it's, it's a pure fun. Yeah? It's mm-hmm. interactions makes really really it's a joy uh, to, to have this, these possibilities.
0: Excellent. Well, I really appreciate you being with here, um, with us today and uh, coming over here and visiting us in the U.S. So it's been a
1: pleasure. Appreciate it. Thank you, Tim. And been a pleasure for me also, as well, to be part of this interview today. Thank you. Okay. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to Reimagine Mobility Podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend.